Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. Uh, right now I'm joined by Alice Morrison, science communicator of the Otago Museum. Morena to you, Alice. Hello, thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. Thank you for coming in. Right, uh, medicinal plants in the yes. tropical forest. Yes, legally yeah. obtained. Legally obtained. Medicinal that's, plants. That's something you keep telling me. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, now, I mean, b- thousands upon thousands of medicines have been developed from um, the botanical treasures. For sure. That can be found within tropical forests and probably not so tropical forests as well, one would imagine. Uh, you got things like the Madagascan um, rosy periwinkle. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. That, that, um, you know. <laughs> that is a that is a medicinal plant. Yeah, yes. that's right. <laughs> Anti-tumor agents and and the like. Um, wild yams from Mexico. Yep. Um, that you know uh, provide us with birth control. Oh yeah, there's there's lots of contraceptives that we use. <laughs> yeah, I always want like how do they like? Oh, there's a wild yam. I reckon that might be good <laughs> for contraception. How do they come up with yeah, that? Yeah, I think some of them, especially like ancient medicinal plants. Yeah. If it if they found that it had you know uses for colds, rheumatic fever, they're like, oh well, mm. you know, we'll give it a go for for yeah. everything for sure. Yeah. So like maybe some old tribe from uh, Mexico. Um, died out because no one was giving birth. Uh, and it, wow, maybe what they were eating had something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's this yam. Maybe, yeah. Well, actually, um, there's this plant that went extinct. It's called sylphium. And uh, the Romans used it. But it was so popular that they basically just overfarmed it to extinction. But wow. it had, it was one of these, you know, dual plants. And some of them it's for you know coughs fevers rheumatic pain but then also it was used as a contraceptive and an aphrodisiac wow so yeah may, maybe you're not wrong maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh and i guess yeah there must have been plants like that that did become quite popular for the medicinal purposes that have disappeared over time for and sure yeah that's probably a huge loss to us now yeah it's kind of hard especially because being no record of it a lot of these plants you know obviously being organic they will just deteriorate so Mm. in terms of the archaeology it's really hard to find what they were using like even today we don't exactly know what the plant of sylphium was we think it's part of the carrot family and we've got a few um pictures of it that have been drawn and people have noted it like hippocrates even talked about sylphium but we actually just can't see the physical plant and don't have any um, archaeological record of it aside from it was so popular that it's got minted on coins from the era so we have sort of pieces that we can figure out maybe it was part of this family but yeah it's really hard to find. I wonder if it is just sitting there somewhere on one of those seven hills of Rome. Yeah yeah well some people still argue that it could still be there we just Walk straight past it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, well, you don't exactly know what it looks mm. like exactly. So, what what's what tr- botanical treasures are stored in that forest across the road? What have you got? At the moment, we have uh, ginger, which is mm. used for tummy bugs, of course, and colds. You know, we have teas that have ginger all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we have coffee, which I mean, most people wouldn't think of as medicinal, but for a lot of cultures, it's a psychoactive drug. Exactly, yeah, and that stimulant that you get from it is used in a lot of cultures, obviously, to fight tiredness and for strength. Mm-hmm. Those sorts of things. Um, we also have, at the moment, um, I'm trying to bring in that Madagascan periwinkle oh, that you talked you? about. Ah, yeah, ah, fantastic. yeah, yeah. So that'll be really cool. So with that, it's more if you eat the plant, 
not going to do a lot, but from it, scientists have found these things called alkaloids. Yep. So they synthesize that, and that's what we get from it. So a lot of plant derivatives as yep. opposed to just that, that plant. Yeah. Well, when I was talking about the yam before, the wild yam from Mexico and, and Guatemala, um, that was... For for one of those ingredients in the birth control uh, pill, wh whichever one it was they use, um, it was the only source for a long time, and they've only just started synthesizing it. Mm, so mm -hmm. they must have been having huge sheds yeah, of just yeah. growing yams. Same for um, a lot of plants that we use now medicinally in you know scientific medicine have been used for hundreds of years, mm -hmm. I believe. Um, digitalis, which is foxglove, you know, big stalk plant. Yep. Yep. Um, that has been used in cardiology since about the 1780s yeah. that we know of. But then even before then, it's probably been used. Same with um, aspirin, comes from willow bark. Yes, of course. Again, it's another synthesized, but people were eating bark or <laughs> boiling it up and using it in medicine for much, mm. much longer than that. Yeah. Yum. Yum. I mean, there's probably things in people's backyards right now. For sure. Yeah. So again, foxglove, don't recommend yeah. <laughs> trying it. It yes. is kind of poisonous a little bit just a little bit uh, just a little bit yeah. so don't do that one but yeah things like um of course ginger and thyme most of the herbs you have as well yeah. will be really helpful mint again it's lovely you put peppermint in your bath and you feel really nice but that's actually been used in medicine for a long long time as well yeah and not most of these things also taste really good in my food so <laughs> i mean just got multiple, yeah, multiple uses of course plants yeah. are incredible definitely <laughs> <laughs> is there um you know is there any favorites you have oh the Madagascan periwinkle is actually quite I'm so up glad there. I brought that one up yeah I, yeah <laughs> i've done such a good job today one of them is kind of a kind of a weird one um it's actually used in Maori traditional medicine. Um, it's a hebe or kokomuka, mm -hmm. but it's it's got quite a not nice use. But I just think it's hilarious. It's used for um treating dysentery. Ah, lovely. So lovely, yeah. yeah. It's actually been used so vigorously that when settlers came over, they found you know locally were using this as well, and they thought, oh great, <laughs> we can use this. So it was even used in um, World War One and World War Two by soldiers mm -hmm. overseas. So it's it's cool how that cultural knowledge can be shared as well. And is that used um, in mass production now? Like from, from, is it, is Not there that I know any, of, no. Has there been anything from New Zealand's forests that has been? At the moment there is some research going into kawakawa. Yeah, yes. It's more of a North Island plant, but that is being used currently in a lot of cosmetics, mm -hmm. but I believe they are doing medicinal trials or clinical trials at the moment as well. Yeah. Have you know? Do pharmaceutical companies and universities and the like do they have teams scouring areas of the world's rainforest searching for the next miracle drug? They do do try to. It's just it's so extensive at the moment. I think tropical rainforests, about one percent of all rainforest plants have been tested scientifically for yeah. medicinal purposes so mm -hmm. that just gives you some idea of just the vast amount of things that they have to go to go through but for sure yeah 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 and, and i guess uh, the those one percent have just been the ones that people have used for for, yes. for many years so there'll be many out there that people yeah. have never tried or are poisonous and can't. yeah Yep, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And, and I guess the other the other thing too is breaking it down and going through the the layers, the chemical layers and the things that are within mm. the plant just to, and then all the tests. I mean, it must be, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. Impossible. Yeah, it's, it's hard as well because a lot of things that have been used for generations, it's 
so based in empirical knowledge now you know it's so intrinsic people just know that it works and so for a long time those are actually the ones that are the least tested Mm -hmm. because they're just used by that culture and then it's only you know retrospectively that they go ah maybe we should actually you Mm. know test Mm. this in scientific trials and look at it yeah vitamin c yeah 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 exactly yeah cancer drug Mm -hmm. yeah uh and you know why do people live so long in japan (laughs) Maybe it's, you know, and people say it's the diet and it could be something within something we don't know about. We don't know about yet. Um, Interesting. So what what have you got going on at the museum to showcase this stuff? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, We are setting up a tent pre-exhibit in our forest that'll be in from um, about the start of school holidays to about the 6th of July and it'll run for three months. Mm-hmm. So it'll be downstairs in the forest. We're going to have some cute little panels that are being made up at the moment, which will discuss things, um, not just pl- humans using them, but also animals and how they use plant, medicinal plants, you know, self-medication, that sort of thing. So that'll be really cool. And some um, examples of all those plants as well. Trying to get in a variety, not just of exotic ones, but also ones that you might be familiar with even in your garden yeah mm-hmm. so you'll have cups of coffee and some ginger nuts <laughs> hopefully unfortunately can't eat in the forest but i would oh, love true, it that's true <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't think about animals going back and using plants oh yeah 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 because that's do, a whole nother can of worms i do know about parrots getting drunk on fruit once a year going to certain yeah know, so <laughs> it can even be as basic as you know your dogs or cats will eat grass and yeah yeah oh that's right Cat exactly throw up yep so that's a fancy word called zoopharmacognosy yeah oh wow mm. yeah that's a bit too much there i don't you go. repeat that um <laughs> well thank you for coming in today alice thank you so much for having me it's, it's been fun it's been a pleasure um so get along to that event when it begins and there's so much more to go check out go to the um what's on guide at the museum website www.otagomuseum.nz for everything that's coming up once again thank you Alice and have a wonderful day thank you so much talk again soon this was a Radio 191 FM podcast you can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found